0: Hi, I'm Casey Carnley and welcome to Broad River Electric's first in a series of podcasts called Community Circuit. In these podcasts, we're going to talk about things that are important to the people of our service territory. We'll cover economic development, things that might be happening, and maybe things you've never heard of. We hope you'll listen in. For our first podcast, we wanted to cover something that's important to us economic development. For this topic, our subject matter expert is Jim Cook, Executive Director of the Cherokee County Economic Development Board. Welcome, Jim. Tell us a little bit first about what um, the Cherokee County um, Economic Development Board really does.
1: Well, um, our mission is primarily to recruit industrial type operations to Cherokee County, as well as business retention, trying to, once they get here, to uh, help them be successful. Uh, there, there's 46 counties in the state of South Carolina, and most all of us have some type of organization that their mission is to recruit uh, manufacturing, warehousing, distribution, things of that nature, primarily because uh, they have a high tax revenue, which helps the county's uh, budget. And they also provide, generally speaking, better paying jobs than the retail and uh, commercial sector, the service industry. Uh, so um, each county tries to uh, bring in those things. And, and there's a reason for that. Economic Development 101 says that uh, if you don't bring in outside dollars to your community, yeah you'll never grow the wealth of your community won't grow so uh, somehow you try to get outside dollars to come into your county and that can be done many different ways and economic development is a very broad term and it's uh it's it's used widely for many different things but uh, in our case it's, it's trying to get the outside dollars to come to our county otherwise you have a small community and if outside dollars aren't coming in the dollars just get passed around like in the You know, in the Old West, a little town where you had a saloon, uh, a hotel, the barber, and all they did was pass their money around unless someone came into that town and bought something and bought some outside dollars like, uh, you know, and tourism is a good example of outside dollars coming in, but you have to have a draw. Uh, So if you don't have that, then you've got to find another way. And generally speaking, uh, people today uh, use, use manufacturing to try to bring in those outside dollars and bring better jobs to their community. If you go back to the olden days, you know, where were the wealth centers back, you know, a thousand years ago? They were usually uh, seaports, uh, uh, trade routes, uh, things of that nature. But that's, you know, dollars have got to travel and uh, get to get to places so that's how we try to do it. We try to bring in industry uh, that's going to make something like Timken or Nestle and you know, Nestle's going to make Lean Cuisines. Nestle, uh, Timken is going to make uh, tapered roller bearings and they're going to sell them to the outside market which means those dollars come back here and provide better jobs and they can reinvest in themselves with new equipment and increase the uh, tax base for our community.
0: Okay well now, take us through, you said that we need, you know, it's, it's good to bring in outside businesses coming in here and relocating or building a factory or whatever. Take uh, us through a, a typical introduction of a company. I mean, how, how do you, how, you know, do you go, how you doing? I mean, do the, how do you know?
1: <laughs> I mean, do know, they? There is no typical way. We work with several, well, let's call them allies. Uh, we work with uh, um, primarily the South Carolina Department of Commerce. That's our, our main source of contacts with folks that are looking to either relocate or or expand a business here but uh we work with um utilities such as broad river electric your south carolina power team is a wonderful ally they go out and try to recruit and try to find these uh, companies that are doing those things and uh, and and locate them into their co-op service areas uh, other utilities do that as well uh, brokers um many many different folks uh, are trying to get people to come to a specific location Uh, department of commerce uh, tries to find those folks we belong to uh, a regional marketing alliance called the upstate uh, alliance upstate south carolina alliance and our county is a member of that and we pay them and they uh, based out of greenville and they represent the upstate of south carolina and um, they go out and go to trade shows and uh, different fo- places of, quite frankly, all around the world, not just in, not just in the U.S. and try to find a company looking for something and and um, and try to get that fit and try to get them to come here to the Upstate of South Carolina, and then they turn it over to us. You know, they they introduce, introduce us generally through. Uh, an RFI, a Request for Information, you know, we get a spreadsheet. So at first, we're not really talking to people. We're trying to get them to come here. So they put out some specs of what they need, a certain size building, or uh, so many acres of land and a different set of criteria. And we fill it out the best we can and try to uh, find the best location in our county. And submit that, and uh, and cross your fingers and hope that it uh, fits. And quite frankly, at the beginning of these things, it's uh, you're not trying to get them here. You're you're trying not to get eliminated. Ah so uh-huh.
0: Okay. At the very,
1: very beginning of, of of the process, you hope that you have everything they need because if you don't, poof, you're gone. They 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 narrow it down. So it's kind of like a funnel. You know, they go out to a lot. They put out. To several different states and each state has several different counties so the funnel is very wide at the top and you're just trying in the beginning to uh, uh, stave off elimination so that you can hopefully get them to your county uh, and they'll make a site visit and that's generally when you when you first meet the folks. Okay. Uh, sometimes it is and, and recently uh, with COVID and everything it's been it's just really been different and uh, we still have some visits but you know, now it's a bunch of Zoom meetings and uh Microsoft team meetings, et cetera, et cetera. So it's uh definitely uh COVID threw a curveball at us, but I think we've all adjusted well and um and have the process going.
0: So and I dig on it that you're saying not to be eliminated and there, and and I might ask you this question in a few minutes and we might touch on this in a few minutes. Like how, how, so with that, you have to accept that you've got to stay competitive. So there's things that you have to stay competitive. We'll we'll touch on that in a minute, but I have a question that I want to know about how, how how soon do you let those county officials know, like, you know, the county council know that some, you know, say, you know, X, Y, Z company out of, you know, out of um, Wisconsin is wanting to, you know, relocate here. Do you? I mean, do you let them know right off the bat, or or you is know, this like a?
1: You no, know, a- it's not a. It's not a. Um, well, first of all, things are very confidential, and let me just say a little bit about that. They, all right. See in the paper, uh, something gets out—a code name, project, um, you know, Alpha or something, project, you know pine tree or whatever. They name these things crazy. Uh, But there are several different reasons for that. Um, Companies like to keep things confidential on what they're doing. We do generally have to sign non-disclosure agreements. Mm -hmm. And so we are legally bound uh, until a certain time uh, to keep their name private. Uh, They don't want competition to know what they're doing. They don't know what their suppliers know what they're doing. They may not want uh, a union to not know what they're doing and i want to kept quiet because i don't want uh another state to find out or another county to uh poach it if you will if they find out about it they may somehow contact them and try to get them to come there so uh, there's a lot of different reasons that we keep these things confidential but generally speaking at the beginning uh there's a lot of mud on the wall you know there's a lot of projects out there Again, in that non-elimination uh, phase, I generally don't tell uh, county council. I do uh, have a board that I report to that's appointed by county council and keep them informed on a monthly basis. Uh, but on a daily basis, uh, it's me and my staff working primarily with the county administrator. Uh, so the county does kind of know uh, what's going on, and we because uh, there's a lot of a lot of decisions to be made. Uh, You know, quite frankly, whether we want the company or not, it might be smelly or it might be noisy or it might be um, uh, something that we don't want or it might be something that we uh, just can't work with. I mean, they may need uh, 3000 jobs and although jobs are important in our small rural rural community. Uh, I, I couldn't look them in the eye and tell them that I could help them get 3,000 people. It's just, uh, 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 that would pretty much be unethical to to say, yeah, come on, we'll, we'll find them for you because that's, so we, we work those projects, uh, uh, me and my staff and, uh, and I'll just, uh, a little buzzword when it, when it gets legs, when it look, you know, when we've gone through that elimination process and, um. And we get a request for a proposal, you know, okay, we like what you got. Now, uh, we start getting into the nitty gritty of, um, how things is gets a little bit of legs under. We find out who we're competing with. You, um, we still keep that quiet until quite frankly, until the, um, the deal has been agreed upon. And then we uh, go to county council and say, we got a good one. Here's what it looks like. Uh, Uh, capex or capital investment that's uh that's the um you know amount of money that they're gonna invest in the building, machinery, equipment, and the number of jobs, how much they're paying, and we go and tell them uh confidentially what that is and uh and ultimately they vote on it. It's not I don't decide. It's our county council uh that's uh, uh plays an important role in this, of course, uh helping giving us the resources to do our job. And uh, and then ultimately uh, deciding on whether or not we want uh, to al- allow an incentive package. I tell everybody, we we cannot tell any legal business they can't come here. Uh, if it does smell or if it is noisy, they, there are some things that you just can't. You can't say you can't come here, but we don't have to incentivize it. Uh, and therefore, they'll probably go somewhere else. So...
0: Um, Uh, Now, have you ever had anybody who said, hey, you didn't want us to come here, but you know what? We're going to do it anyway because you're not the boss of us. Have you ever had anybody do that?
1: No, not yet. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you usually go, unlike unlike the retail and uh, service sector, I mean, Starbucks is going to go where Starbucks wants to go, where a location and the demographics fit their business model. Right. Manufacturing on the other end can pretty much go anywhere that has the infrastructure to support their needs. So, you know, a company making widgets can go to uh, Gaffney or Blacksburg or they can go to Clarksville, Tennessee or Statesboro, Georgia. Usually they have a region they want to be near for, for some business reasons. But to them, uh, you know, Gaffney versus Kings Mountain, North Carolina, which we compete with frequently, um, you know, that line on the map is just a line on the map. They don't, it's, it has to, uh, they don't care if they're in Kings Mountain, they don't care if they're in Gaffney, as long as the um, business-wise it works, you know, the, it's got to make sense for them on their, on their uh, finance sheets.
0: Hey, Jim... What's the longest one? of These things sound like they take a long time. What's the longest one you've ever worked with in your experience? I mean, you know, how long uh, does it take?
1: Um, s- several. Generally speaking, you know, within a year, uh, six months or something like that, I've seen, uh, let's say, Torrey over in Spartanburg was about a six-year deal. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, Parkdale Mills that came here to Gaffney in 2010, uh, I literally got a phone call on a Saturday night, and by Wednesday, we had a deal worked. So now we still had to go through, you know, approval process, et cetera, et cetera, um, which takes, you know, about six weeks to get approved. But uh, yeah, we worked that deal in about, what, three, three or four days.
0: Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. Now, do you ever have somebody that, I mean, on both sides, that say, okay, man, that's a deal breaker. I'm out. I mean, do, I mean, do you oh, yeah. ever encounter some that are like that?
1: Well, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, deal breakers are, I have all kinds of stories and analogies, and I, I like to uh, talk about these economic development projects. If you take a four-legged table yeah. and, you pull, and you pull one leg out, that table's still going to stand there. It'll still work. Economic development projects are multi-legged. They have 20 legs around. And if you pull any one leg out, the whole thing falls apart. So uh, deal breakers, heck yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of that elimination you're trying to. You know, if, if they need rail and you don't have rail, hmm, that's a deal breaker. Okay. Uh, if the Wastewater or sewer uh, is the, probably the biggest one. And just because you have a sewer line in your property doesn't mean you have the capacity. It might be a food processing company like Nestle that has uses a ton of water, but they also uh, have a lot of wastewater because they're washing down machines, and right. that water's got to go somewhere. So you've got to have a, a wastewater treatment plant that can handle that capacity.
0: Okay, uh, so but- so what you're telling me is like so so sometimes that may not be a deal breaker if if. If a county or a or an area that you're that they want to move into has some type of utility that might could help that or or that might be like like in the case of, of gavney or or or, or uh, in the county, we do have um our kind of like our own um utility company that deals with wastewater um so so they could come in and actually help. It's not just the county you know quote unquote <coughs> the county.
1: Oh well, I, I'm the county doesn't do any of the utilities, so okay. uh, um, maybe maybe a little bit of the roads, but generally speaking, there's state and federal roads that were the big roads that we're walking with, working with. But yes, I I'm a traffic cop. I bring the team together once <laughs> once we get this RFI. I, I've got I, you know, boom! I'm sending out emails to uh, the, the natural gas company, what utility, electric utilities served. Um, uh, Wastewater, uh, water, and that might be Macedonia Water District, or it might be City of uh, works right? Or, or kind of Blacksburg, and uh, workforce. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with South Carolina, and that's that's a huge. That's probably workforce is the number one what we call site selection factors. Okay. Uh, there's many, many things. You know, and infrastructure, roads. Um, quality of life, you know, what, what what kind of community do you have um, to, to, for the people to live? And quite frankly, that's changed. Back in the old, old days when you and I lived on Hillside Drive and Gaffney and uh, Tempkin came here and Milliken was here, they, they brought in a lot of their middle and upper management. So quality of life was very, very important to these companies. But nowadays, it's, it's a little bit further down, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of special elected officials. They think, you know, quality life is so important (laughs) but it is not as important, believe it or not, than it was in the old days because these companies when they come here they usually don't bring their management team here. They usually hire a team to bring here and they want the workers to come from local, which is good, you know, so uh, uh, and you know the plant manager out of you know the little company they hired, he might you know come from uh, greensboro or charlotte or greenville or uh maybe another plant here in gaffney so uh, they don't put as much emphasis on that but anyway those are those site selection factors uh that uh, i have to work with and the ones at the top roads infrastructure uh, workforce i've got to pull a team together and i've got business contacts in each one of those areas uh that we uh get together um and um and and have a presentation did one did one wednesday with one of the big four accounting firms uh which i was tickled to death with and um uh we had to put together a microsoft teams meeting and so i was here board of public works was uh downtown uh and it was a broad river broad river your guys were out there at your your office and uh that's a gas guy was in greenville and my engineer i was working with in spartanburg and we're all uh, putting together a presentation and uh, trying to, you know, get this company to um, keep us on the list so that we'll eventually get a visit from them. So it, it is a team effort by ah, far.
0: Okay. The, so not just so not just the county per se is the takeaway. It's it, it's everybody who's in the county, any kind of organizations that that might oh, yeah. s- be supportive of. Okay, ten four. Oh
1: yeah, permitting. Permitting okay. is a big one. So the county permitting guy. You okay. Know, uh, will be here um yeah if it does get down to quality of life i might call a couple of realtors and we ride around and show them houses and um things to do in gaffney or blacksburg or you know even spartanburg and charlotte we we, you know because it expands out to that so
0: Well, what's the trend for, for the top three? Quali- and I'm sure this probably has changed, like, or the ebb and flow of it. Ever, like, every 10 years, this might change. What are the top three qualities or characteristics like a county's got to have, you know, for, for you know, a company to come here? what we here? call site
1: selection factors. Yeah.
0: What's the top three? Just-
1: the top one, by far, um, for the past five years has been workforce. Okay. You got to have a trained and skilled and ready workforce, the people, the guy to have the people to do it. Um, after that, um, and that, that is, that's so important because it's become so competitive and quite frankly, just hard, you know, there's there's jobs out there, just look around. I mean, you ride back these plants, there's, uh, um, you know, now hiring signs. So uh, we got we to gotta have a ready, uh, willing and trained workforce. After that, It gets into those infrastructure things uh, that could be those deal breakers. You you know, I-85 is our lifeblood. Without without I-85, we would be a rural county like many of them are, without mentioning names in the lower part of the state, that don't have uh, interstates. Uh, They're just poor, rural counties. And we're very fortunate, to, even though we're a small, what, 56,000 people, we're a small county. But our location, and believe it or not, being beside Spartanburg is a huge benefit because uh, Spartanburg uh, is just, they're an industrial giant. I mean, you know, BMW right off the bat, you know, they have two interstates, and people people get a little, you know, why can't we be like them? Well, we're not. First of all, they're just, they're a lot bigger than us. They're, what, three or 400,000 people. Sure. Strong. I mean, just look at the number of high schools they have versus us, If to kind of put it in uh, perspective for folks that don't study demographics and do that kind of thing. Just, um, uh, the inland port, uh, the air, the Greenwood Spartanburg airport. And, but that's a good thing. Uh, being next to them, we, uh, are, are the beneficiary of a lot of companies that maybe don't want to be right in the middle of the rat race over there on highway 290 or one Oh one, uh, maybe want a little bit, um, uh, less expensive land, uh, taxes are a little bit cheaper here, and uh, wages, quite frankly, are a little bit cheaper here. So they'll they'll punch on over here. So we, we're the beneficiary of that. that. That's a good thing.
0: Okay. Now, and when you mention, and I, I sometimes get on this a lot, so I, I and I apologize. When you talk about workforce, you don't. I mean, there's so many things that go into workforce. Not, in, and it has to do with with because you did talk about how competitive it is, and it's highly technical skills. Some people might be looking for. It might be. Am I right about that, or is it? I mean, and it, and it might be that 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 people can get to work on time. I, I mean, is it transportation? Yeah, transportation is
1: it, yeah, transportation's a big one. Um, anywhere. I mean, we most rural counties don't have public transportation. So yeah, that, that's a that's a tough one. And we work with, you know, several, there's a lot of things going on in the county about that. But, um, you know, I belong to many different uh, organizations that, that, that try to, you know, all the Cherokee 2020 and all the visionary things that are trying to get the right people to the table to mm-hmm. uh, do the things for uh, the citizens of our county.
0: Well- We're going to take a break for just a moment, and we're going to talk to Jim about some important things that are going on in our county specifically. Stay tuned.
1: Uh, Highway 11, uh, right here on the interstate, they're a uh, t-shirt yarn facility. It's a state-of-the-art. I mean, you go in there, and even though, you know, cotton goes in and t-shirt yarn goes out, uh, it the air inside of there is cleaner than what we what you're probably breathing in your office so uh uh you know one guy or gal walking up and down a lot of computer automated machines are just going crazy in there and it's it's really an awesome i used to go in the old you know textile facilities back in the day and uh you know noisy uh, dirty uh, nothing nothing like that today so yeah uh, gotta get gotta get folks in there uh doing those things and working
0: okay all right well now we talked about this, or you touched on it earlier on. That that economic development is um it it it's a broad term, but can it apply to things like uh you know what and I will argue that they also have their own economic portions too to like uh, tourism infrastructure building or to to or to public transportation initiatives. Does your job? Uh, I mean, does your job? go to something like that? Would would it would it's it... not my
1: primary mission? Um, economic development, you know, retail, which, you know, you're selling something down on Floor Bay Walmart, Lose. Right. uh comer- um uh, service industry, banks, insurance, uh, uh hairstylists, all those types of things. That's you know, that's a, a form of economic development. Uh tourism, um even, you know, like Limestone University, uh, uh, the, all the folks that come here with them, they have an impact on our our economy. So that is economic development. But generally speaking, that is not my mission. Uh, we're tasked by the county to bring in manufacturing uh, type of jobs. Again, those are the ones that pay a little better and have a much, much larger capital investment as brings in tax revenue for the County to be able to pay for the schools, the fire departments, the sheriff, police, um, roads, uh, all those things. Um, rule of thumb, it generally uh, on a, for a $10 million capital investment, which quite, quite frankly in, in our business is not that big. It's, um, um yeah, it might, it might employ 50 people, usually about it. Uh, but it would take about 100 homes or houses to equal the same uh, tax revenue that one $10 million um, uh, capital investment industrial project would take. So, uh, you know, that's a whopper. I, boom. I, I, you all right, mean, so I want goes.
0: you to say that again just so I can wrap my head around that. Say it again now.
1: Generally speaking, okay. it would take about 100 houses, new houses being built, in your county to equal the tax revenue of a ten million dollar capital investment manufacturing project, they pay a lot of taxes their 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 equipment is very expensive and they, they pay a lot of a lot of taxes on it so mm-hmm. uh, and and they most manufacturing uh, does not require a lot of county resources other than schools depending on how many people they employ. But generally, like I said, now when they come here, they're usually hiring people from within. So there's not, if they bring in a company with 50 jobs, 50 people aren't moving here from outside the the state. They're usually hiring people here. Mm -hmm. So manufacturers don't require a lot of fire, uh, sheriff and all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're not really a drain on the county. So they're good investments. They're good investments.
0: Okay. All right. 10-4, then. Hey, well, so tell me, don't we have, don't, don't Cherokee County have a, a a spec building? Now, I probably read something somewhere, yes. you know, in a newspaper. Well, I mean, do we have more than one, or we just have one? Or I mean, what, what's the deal with that We do have one. Okay. Um,
1: a spec or speculative building yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Okay, speculative. Okay.
1: Yeah, like a, like a spec home. Like, builders uh, build a home with nobody in it, and it's kind of like a model. Home, if you okay. will, and people can come look at it, and they can either buy that one or build one like it. Uh, going back to uh, trying to get people here, you have to have product. You either have to have a building, and that could be an empty building where um, somebody went out of business, and the business, the, you know, the building is there. The old textile mills, things like that. Yeah. Or you have to have a uh, what we call a greenfield site. You have to have sure. a a field
0: with nothing there but yeah
1: but it has to have infrastructure so you know a big open field in the lower part of our county or quite frankly up in the upper part of our county is not a good economic development site because you have to get water to it you have to get sewer to it you have to get a decent road to it so generally speaking um that that, that's the that's the kind of thing that that you're going to have to do so how do you get people here I got off track there a little bit. Uh, You, in bigger counties like Greenville and Spartanburg, Charleston, uh, Columbia, Richland, Lexington County, private developers, big ones out of Atlanta, Dallas, Fort Worth, Chicago, usually come here and usually come there and build speculative type building because it is going to move fairly fast. They don't like to invest in small rural counties, and uh, because they they do sit here longer than they would in a big city so um as long as I have buildings, I'm okay if I've got an empty building here, empty building there um, you know I'm, I'm I'm don't like the fact that maybe somebody went out of business, but they left me a building, so that's that's a good thing for for recruitment. But if you don't have that, which we hardly have any buildings at all, um, most small counties have to probably build a spec building and that's to get people to come look, uh, you hope somebody buys that one. We've had <laughs> for that real? On for about four years now. We've had, we've had some close, but no cigar projects on there. Uh, we, we had it, had it quote sold before we finished it, but, uh, uh, the deal fell apart. Yeah. The deal fell apart, and uh, uh, a lot of reasons for that. And uh, but it, the bottom line is it did. And uh, but we still got. i got two projects looking at it right now, and I got my fingers crossed. And we're doing everything we can to get those out there. And that's in our Upstate Corporate Park. Uh, I will tell you this: it has done its job this year. We had a project we announced in February called Project Old Castle. Okay uh that was i mean project fortress it that was the project name and then we approved them and it uh the company is old castle which is out um near the sunny slope property if you're southbound I-85 and you pass the world of clothing look over to the right um there there's some uh, things being done there well, anyway they they already have one facility out there the former matt many people might know it as matt stone but now it's Adam's Old Castle. Okay. And they make brick pavers, like you go to Lowe's and buy some little pavers for the patio. Well, they had some land beside that, and we were trying to talk them into building this Project Fortress. And they were looking at several other sites that they had in different states, and they kind of went, nah, we're not going to do that for s- several reasons. And before they left, we went, hey, hey, wait, look, we got this spec building you know, about a mile from here. You got a spec building? Yep. Yeah. And so they went out and looked at it, and we worked on that for about two months. And they finally turned it down, but they said, "You know what? They they found out more about our county through the process, and the and the agencies that they were working with, to include uh, Broad River Electric, and they decided to go back to their original plan and build." Uh, beside their existing facility, which you can see now it's coming up out of the ground now is a big metal infras- uh, big metal um you know beams and all that out there that they're uh, going out so the spec building kept us in the fight and we landed a fifteen million dollar project which if I hadn't had a spec building, they'd have gone somewhere else
0: okay, ten so
1: it, that you know you never know it's just things like that um,
0: uh, well, I have one final question for you, Jim.
1: <coughs> um,
0: do you think that Cherokee County's on the right path? I mean, how are we doing? I mean, I, I, sometimes, uh, and I try, and what I'm wanting you to take is the, is the closer than the twenty five thousand foot level, which is you know I, I I can see some progress, but you can't really note it. I want you to tell me what do you see on the horizon for Cherokee County? I mean, is it you know should we all start singing? You know, nothing but blue skies that I see or Are we moving that needle and still working?
1: Anything in in, in economics, when you're trying to predict the future, you you know, but uh, I'm super excited about it. I've been doing this job almost 14 years, went through the 2008 recession. Um, There's a lot of good things happening right now. Uh, We've been very successful. Even in spite of this year with COVID, we have been (laughs) really successful, but... I'm telling you, with I-85 being widened, with this, uh, with Spartanburg Community College campus here, uh, the I-Square, the possibility of an airport, which is going on right now, a little small regional airport uh, that's uh, being worked by the county right now, Um, we're running sewer out the sunny slope that I've been looking for for 20 years uh, you know, only economic development guys get excited about sewer lines. But uh, if we can get a little bit more sewer right now, we're doing great. I'm giving I'm getting looks by those private developers that I was telling you about that I've never seen before. I'm getting calls. They're stopping in here. Uh, they see the growth. Uh, you know, everybody says we're you know between Charlotte and, and uh, Greenville, 50 miles. That's a double edged sword. But right now, it's working for us. Uh, um, I, I think the future is bright. We get this interstate widened. The um, word's getting around the success that we've had here. Uh, the county is very business friendly, to include the, uh, um, you know, everything from our taxes to our permitting to the utility companies that we have here. Um, it, it's it's really looking good. Got to keep got to keep the workforce pipeline going uh, because companies are going to come here, and we got to be ready for them.
0: Yeah. All right. Dang, Jim, you sound like you got it going on over there at uh, We do. We all
1: do. It's a team effort. I mean, uh, I appreciate all you guys do out at uh, Broad River Electric. Been working with you all for years. I actually worked there one summer (laughs) when (laughs) I was in college. Uh, I did. So uh, go back a long way with Broad River Electric. Great, great utility. Uh, Love working with you guys and the South Carolina Power Team, uh, your marketing arm. And uh, they're a great, great out. You guys are a great ally to the economic development efforts here in in Cherokee County.
0: Well, thanks, Jim. We appreciate it. And thanks so much for being with us on our Community Circuit podcast. Thanks a lot.
1: Okay. Okay. Have a good day.
0: Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Because of COVID-19, our conversation with Jim Cook was by telephone. Of course, we want to thank Jim for all he does for the county, and we're proud to call him friend. You've been listening to Community Circuit, a podcast series from Broad River Electric. Find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about us, go to www.broadriverelectric.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Casey Carnley.